0: What's up everybody? It's the one and only Roo Boy, and I invite you to take a seat at the gentleman's table. Welcome to Rue Boy's Lounge. What is up, my VIPs? What's up, y'all? I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Well, not, let, let me let me be professional. What's up, y'all? VIPs, and welcome back to the one and only Rude Boy's Lounge. I am your host with the most. Y'all already know who it is. It's, it's the best that it is, the one and only Rude Boy. And as always, I hope y'all have had a kick as week because, man, oh, man, this past week I've had ups and downs. But the more ups than there have been downs. And so I am. I can honestly say I've had a kick-ass week too, y'all. It's been Gucci. It's been Gucci. All right, guys. So um, I'm ready to go ahead and jump into today's episode. Um, as today, I will be talking about generational trauma. Now, I hope I said trauma. Okay, yeah. Got it. Anywho, disclaimer: If anyone feels as if this episode will be a trigger for you, I apologize. In events, and I will highly recommend you guys moving forward to the next episode. All right. So, before we get started, y'all, I'm excited. I'm in the new studio, and I have my very first special guest in the studio with me. My girl Beauty is here, (laughs) y'all. What's up? What is up, my Oh,
1: nothing much. I am happy to be here. This is my favorite place and um I, like seeing the new studio, it's a vibe.
0: It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. <laughs> like, we, we're currently working on some security upgrades around here, y'all. Mm-hmm. So And I like it. Yes, I like that. absolutely. It's a It's a whole vibe around this motherfucker.
1: Yes, it is. And so
0: it's going to... We're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. All right, guys. So like I say, today we are going to be talking about generational trauma. And I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I had my episodes kind of mixed up. I thought this week was something else. So that's why Beauty was here. but Because of the knowledge that this amazing woman bestows, I feel like it's only... Right for you to be here for this episode. I agree.
1: I agree. Like, I, feel like I think I even did a YouTube over it mm-hmm. a while back.
0: I remember. Yeah. You did. So let's 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 jump into it. So I'm, I'm just going to start with what what is generational trauma? And so y'all know I like doing my research. If you don't know me, I'm a research person. So I'll be researching. Research, be researching. And what I found was generational trauma is exactly what it sounds like. Trauma that isn't just experienced by one person, but it extends from one generation to the next. Uh-huh. I don't think y'all understand how serious it is. Like, that right. shit is actually real.
1: Imagine how many generations.
0: Right. Like, if it's generations on generations on generations of dealing with stuff. Like, that's, that's big. Uh-huh. That's it a is. lot to carry, too. Like. It is. Not even knowing, like you carrying the the shit the that burden. your great 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 grandparents right. are dealt with,
1: you don't notice it because you're conditioned. You know, mm-hmm. it's something that you just think is normal until you realize it's not.
0: Right, and it's like the things that you know you experience as a kid, or the things that your parents or grandparents dealt with as children. Like that shit follows you into your adulthood, like from your childhood to your adulthood, like, shit like child abuse, neglect, or having parents deal with alcoholism alcohol, alcoholism did I say that right?
1: Alcoholism.
0: I believe it, yeah, alcoholism drug problems, survivors of like combat trauma or war related trauma, like even stuff like that people don't yes. realize like that shit carries on,
1: yes it does
0: it carries on, and one thing that I do want to point out is that like no matter what age you experience trauma, or no matter what age, I feel like that person before you experienced trauma, that generational trauma is still going to carry on in some way, mm-hmm. some shape, form, or fashion.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, it seemed like it would be hard to, like, just really, like, yes, you can break it and put a stop to it, but will all your behavior that goes, like, that can accommodated actually change you know i think that's hard i think that's hard
0: well it, it it is i mean and i can't even say in a sense because it is it's just so much and then it's like okay you know, I want to do better than what my parents did. I right. want to do better than what their parents did mm-hmm. and what their parents did. I don't want to have children out of wedlock. You know, like, it's so many different things. And it's like, okay, I'm going to break the family curses. I'm going to break the generation curse. I'm not going to live paycheck to cha- paycheck like my family did. Like, I'm actually going to be out here grinding, making money, comfortably living. Like, it's... But it's, it
1: happens without you even noticing.
0: That's what I was just about to that, say. That's, that's what literally what I was hard. about to say.
1: It happens because it's literally conditioned is what you saw in in survival or in like just growing up how to maintain Mm -hmm. and if if your parent did live paycheck to paycheck then they would never gave you a vision that that the sky is the limit when it comes to money you know what i mean and so as an adult you're naturally gonna know that you need to at least survive per check you know what i mean you don't even really know that the sky is the limit because you didn't witness it you didn't see it. You weren't taught it. You weren't given that driven ability or or um uh
0: like a gene. Uh-huh. It's another word I'm looking for. <laughs> oh so God, again. excuse me. Y'all <clears throat> oh, this drink went down the wrong pipe, Lord. <laughs> Y'all, we got a little mixation going on yes, over here. It um so good. it's two different alcohols or cocktails per se mixed, but I call it rude shit. That rude shit went down the wrong pipe just now. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, back to like what you were saying on conditioning, that's kind of like one of the things that I was I was thinking about, like coming up, my mom worked two and three jobs just to make sure she was able to maintain bills, provide food in the house. She taught us that hard working
1: ethic. Right.
0: But see with me, I'd rather just be on one job and still have the same hard working ethic Mm -hmm. instead of doing it on multiple. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I think because times are made that way, if we still were making the amount of money they made back then, you would probably need two or three jobs and you would probably naturally do that because you want to live a certain lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: even now. So thank
1: God for pay raises and and money increases and Uh stuff. But like, yeah, naturally, you would have probably did that, you know, if, if we didn't make what we could make these days.
0: Yeah. Life life will definitely be different if Oh yeah. A lot of shit that was like how it was back in the day was like it is now with all this modern day technology and every the way that everything changes, like it, it like, life will be different on some of its aspects. Okay, so I wanna ask the question. And and the reason why I, I put this in in this episode is because I think it's something, I, I'm not even going to say as black people, but as people in general. Are we actually acknowledging our generational trauma? No, because you don't know. Well,
1: for the Most ones who may we're 50% mm-hmm. don't know. And the 50% that do know, they try with shadow work, because that's where it's stored at. But if you don't even know how to do shadow work, You don't don't know. And then, because you've already been this way for so many years, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be easy.
0: It will not
1: happen overnight. It may take years to unfold or undo, whatever, you know. Unwind,
0: untangle. Yeah,
1: it could take years, depending on you as a person, you
0: know. And, you know, (coughs) like I say, initially, I'm not even going to lie. Initially, when I started working on material for this episode... I had initially wanted to point out how sometimes in the black community we have a very bad habit of not wanting to acknowledge things like mental health and noticeable generational trauma. But now that I sit back and think about it, I think that that's something in general. We just, and people don't, I I agree, like we don't acknowledge it. Especially if it's noticeable, we don't acknowledge it. And like, I I noticed like... You chalk it down to one thing, like, oh, they just crazy. Or, or
1: like they just that's just them when they get mad or something, you know. You don't um, really look into it and see that it, it's a deeper issue. <laughs> and
0: listen, I, I know somebody right now who I do believe is dealing with some type of generational trauma mm. their actions, their attitude, way of thinking it's like, it's, you just you look at it and you just, just like. What, like, what the hell is, like, what is it? why?
1: And and until that person realizes what's taking place, it's up to them for one to decide, okay, is this how I want to be? Is this how I want to go about life? Or do I want to change? That's the first thing. Uh-huh. If they decide not to change, then they're going to teach it to their kids, and their, then their kids, their kids, mm-hmm. and so on. If they decide to change, depending on how deep the trauma is, like where the root of the problem is from, mm-hmm. that determines how long it's going to take for this person to change. You know, it does, they say 21 to 30 days to break a bad habit or start a Shit. new one, but it's definitely longer. It's
0: deeper than that. Yeah. It's it's deeper than that. And when you, when you talking about generational trauma, like you say, you know, if you really want to get to the root of it and actually heal like you gonna have to you're gonna have to dig deep mm-hmm. you're gonna have to actually look at what okay who the fuck did this start with because I know I'm not the first one. Right. I can't be the first one in a family know, just all this the
1: way back man. And it just
0: makes you wonder how far back does this go? How many be generations forever. before me have actually stood here and carried this burden? And you are absolutely right. Sometimes that shit goes on forever because, like right. you say, people tend to what's the what's the word? It's a word you use. It started with the C. Yes, condition. We get conditioned to thinking this is just how life works. This is no, how it, it ain't. Be. Yeah. And then we sitting up here hating You'll on the have white to people
1: because
0: <laughs> they sit on top of the hill. They sit on top of the hill because they acknowledge their generational trauma. <laughs>
1: Well, and and then they don't mind carrying them on, especially if it's going to have them financially stable right. or secure financially, which that's one thing that's conditioned as, as well. Financial, financial intelligence. Yes. Like a lot of people don't know how to save money. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to make enough to save and pay their bills mm-hmm. and have extra money. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to pick and choose or you got to make just enough or something. I don't
0: know. <laughs> you know, like, like I say, growing up, you know, I always saw my mother, like I said, working two or three jobs. And I know, you know, just conversations that we had with her, how my grandmother was a hard worker. And I'm pretty sure if I talk to my grandmother about her mother, she would say that her mother was a hard worker. Who would say that her mother was a hard worker? Yeah. Who would say that her mother. Like, That's you know, the it goes that back I far my as mom.
1: And you know, that's one way I describe my mind.
0: I just, and it's it's very sad to admit this, but it's I'm I'm proud to admit this. Prop just, and excuse me, y'all. That drink got me with a little hiccup and hiccup. <laughs> my hiccup's is hiccuping. but you know, like probably like in the past like three years, I will probably say I've gotten to the point to where I pay bills and then try to actually save them. Okay rainy of day fund, just in case, yeah, think, it's like important. what happened this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's you important. know,
0: like what happened with the situation with the car this weekend. Luckily, I did have money put to the side. Well, not necessarily put aside, but I had money <laughs> in the event that something Sorry. was to happen <laughs> or if it was an emergency, other than
1: you know, you know, the you, celebration. When somebody told me this before, it was uh, when I first became self employed in, in the medical field years ago. Somebody told me something that really—it is sound. It's so plain and simple, but it—it it made so much sense to me. That it made me stop being so hard on myself, but in in a different aspect. Mm-hmm. She told me, "You have to make enough to save." Yes. And I, like I said, that's so. That sounds so plain and simple. But at the time, how old was I? I don't know. I was. This was some years ago, maybe. Six, seven, eight years ago. Something like that.
0: She ain't telling her age though.
1: 2014.
0: Something like that. She ain't telling her age though. I don't care. I don't
1: care. But to me, I was young. I was kind of still young or young minded when Mm -hmm. I found this information out. So it like turned a light bulb on. I was like, I got to make more money. (laughs) That's what it is. It's like, no, I'm not supposed to just make enough to pay my bills because what if something happened? Right, like and no, I'm, I am
0: actually a uh, this, this is why I was telling you about this love hate feel I had about the situation with my car this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that I was actually in a place where I did have the funding to take care of what needed yeah. to be taken care of. Yeah. That's why when you like, oh, would you like to check some? I was like, uh, eh. I could, but at the same time, like, <laughs> sorry. You're crazy. Why would you laugh so laughing at you? Y'all to be killing me. She can kill y'all. Oh, listen. Okay. I'm we finna get back on on topic. But listen, real quick, before I get to the news flash of this episode, I am definitely gonna tell y'all about well after the news flash, I'm gonna tell y'all about the soft brain opening of Rude Boys Smash this weekend, y'all. It was bananas. But anywho, that's why I was kinda, you know okay with what price I was given in a sense. Okay. I was okay with it because I knew that I had the means to be able to take care of it. Although cheaper would have been better. And it's
1: still, it's something that has to get taken care of.
0: It, it was gonna have to happen or one way how or how else
1: would you, you know, do what you gotta do?
0: You know, it was gonna happen one way or another. So I was just mm-hmm. like, the hell with it. I'm here. Let's do it. Boom. And that was that. After that, when I looked at my account, I said, Hoo. But I praise God that I I, I took care yes. of my responsibility. And you
1: will get it back because you did your responsibility. That's another thing people don't understand. It's coming. When you do what you're supposed to do, period, no matter what way in life, if you do what you're supposed to do, you're rewarded. That's just how it works.
0: That's even with breaking them generational traumas. Yeah. And them generational curses yes. the same way. And you know what? It, it took me... You know, a long time to, to to realize this and figure this out. When you break through a barrier, whether it's big or small, when you dealing with generation of curses and like generational trauma, you get rewarded for that shit, mm-hmm. and it be in ways that you would even expect. You're like, the hell, hmm. God, what you up there doing? You just gonna just gonna bless like that? That's what you just just out here bless. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Just they gave me do what a
1: little I'm going to keep going. Because believe it or not, even sitting up there doing your car bad, it, that could be a generational thing. <laughs> Cars like not taking care of a car as a woman. Oh. You know, if you're, never taught, <laughs> if you're never taught to make sure you maintain this. I'm like, all I think about is thank God my car tells me. Because if it didn't tell me when it needed an oil change or when the tire was something or anything, I don't know what we would be rolling like. And oh, I'm just God. being honest. I'd be forgetting. I don't think about getting an oil change. Like, not all the time. Now, if the car feels funny, then, of course, it's gotten to a point where. Wife... I right? Right. So I'm like, oh, I need an oil change. Yeah. It's driving a little. Or if I could just think, if I randomly think or look at the little sticker in the car.
0: I pay and attention like, to the
1: models.
0: Okay, there we go. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me, let me, let, let's talk about this. Okay. This is, and this is probably one of the worst generational traumas, I think, of all generational traumas. Okay. Oh, it's when you, when you, okay, so I'll, I'll give you an example. A person who was sexually abused as a child, but their parent was also sexually abused mm-hmm. as a child. I think that's probably one of the biggest ones to break, especially once you have children of your own. And it's not, and now I want y'all to understand something because that's simple. Don't touch kids. That's nasty. But you have to also take into consideration the DNA, the genes passed down from one generation. Are you talking about of the the person
1: that does the touching? Yes. Yeah.
0: That shit, it it passes down. It passes that I
1: definitely think that's a lot fit mental and, um, and taught.
0: Mm-hmm. I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially heavy on the mental part. Yeah. Heavy on the that's mental true. part. Because it's just like your mind. Well, it like is you your say, mind. It, yeah. Like, and it, it just goes, goes back thinking? to what we've been saying since the beginning. Well, you mainly been saying since the beginning. Condition. Right, your your mind is conditioned that way. I don't know how you. Even
1: though there's even the other way around, there's women that have told their daughters that they didn't believe them Mm -hmm. or don't say nothing, and probably because it happened to them Mm -hmm. and they were taught to don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. Even that way, so the person that's taking it and the person that's doing it,
0: like. Mm -hmm. And and one thing too that we have to. That I really want y'all. To, I, now I really want y'all to, to to understand this. We as adults, we have to we we have to, for starters, know where we come from. We gotta know where we come from. We gotta know what our family was like in the past. What did they deal with? What were things that they dealt with? Health wise, mental health wise, like all of that. Like you need to know your family history. You need to know what the hell ain't them was doing why world war three was going on where she was at who she was with what uncle Bo people i want to
1: say something so bad but i really don't <laughs> think like my family I don't oh. i don't know how they would feel i don't care to be honest because i feel like you gotta talk about things that happened or that went on or that's obvious you know what i mean to make a bring awareness to it and that it's not something mm-hmm. that you know you have to keep on hush about. It's something we should learn from and change.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the biggest the biggest reason why generational trauma carries on for as long as it does. It's because we don't talk about it. Right. We don't like that. put the facts out there. Look, this is what the hell happened. This is what you dealt with and didn't want us to know. And this mm-hmm. is what I am currently dealing with. Yeah. We need to figure out a solution and break this now. Yeah. We need to get over this. Like we need to we need to evolve. We need to change. We yes. need to step into new ideas. It, it
1: really takes at least one person that really is like, you know, we gotta we gotta do this. Like, come
0: on. That's all it takes. It's one.
1: It but that that makes it hard too. <laughs> especially yep. especially especially if you're the one. Mm-hmm. Like who and That's it's like a lot you don't of really, pressure on you somebody. You don't want
0: to be the one, but it's like at the same time, it has to be said. Yeah. But it's like, why I got to be the one to say it when I know we all know the elephant in the room.
1: Right.
0: We know that we got some problems. I just be over,
1: like I'm over it, like whatever it is. You like, be over everything. Yeah, well, because <laughs> come on, like we just trying to live a good life yeah. here. We're trying to enjoy life, love each other, respect each other, care about each other care about ourselves the same way that we care about another person. So if you are treating another person poorly, you need to look at your self-love, you Mm -hmm. know, what's going on with you. Take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. Just be, that's normal to me, right? you know, so all this other stuff I will be over. Over (laughs) it. Like, come on. And over (laughs) it.
0: And so I want to ask you from, and this is part of the reason why I'm also very glad that you're here. From a spiritual perspective, for those of you who do not know, um, beauty is a life coach. And one of the areas that she specializes in is spirituality, correct? Yes. And so from a spiritual point of view, how how does one deal with taking the first step to breaking generation trauma, whether they know about it or not?
1: Well, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I would really say that that's customized. Like I don't think that there's one way that every single person mm-hmm. have to start with in order to like break it. you mm-hmm. know I, it's a various but I would think um, inner you have to you have to acknowledge it to yourself. If you don't acknowledge it to yourself, then it's still just like you're sweeping it under the rug.
0: And you have to you have to acknowledge it honestly.
1: Yeah, you have to. You have to like because if you don't, then you can't. You're not gonna stand for nothing. You're not standing for it. You're just Mm -hmm. letting it go by like everyone else. I think it will definitely start with inner work, like Mm -hmm. learning yourself, your behaviors, paying attention to why you act a certain way when a certain incident happens, or why you think a certain way. I don't. But see, at the same time. Not everyone is interested in psychology or the mind like that, mm-hmm. so they don't right, pay right. attention.
0: Not at all. I can Not literally
1: only speak for myself. That I'm like, uh uh-uh, why did I do that? Okay, what, well, what does that mean? Because everything means something. Literally. Everything means literally. something. That's just how the universe works. I didn't set this shit up, so <laughs> don't be mad at me. <laughs> I didn't do it. Wow. I'm just following it because it makes since when you wake up to it that's all
0: right
1: <laughs> but yeah definitely looking at yourself first and figuring out you that's the way you could even know like unless it's just real obvious you know that's that's a given yeah but if it's like some embedded type where and it's unspoken and it's like something that somebody needs to speak up about then yeah something
0: Okay, okay, a well, little spiritual advice for the guru herself. Yes. yes. This yes. view yes. to the day. T- well, newsflash. Newsflash. I'm no therapist or psychologist, y'all. But, like, this is something I feel that we should all talk it. about and take the necessary steps of healing. Like, I don't, I don't usually be vulnerable on a podcast, but. I I had a little I guess you could say like a little generational trauma thing going on you know okay. that I had a breakthrough with with someone very close in my life Um, and our relationship did get rocky for a second but I think that we both took those steps that was needed to mend the relationship and to take the the proper steps forward like you know like I wanted to be free of the situation, and so I did what I had to do on my end to be free, and that person did what they had to do on their end to be free too. And and now, like today, we like two peas in a pod, <laughs> like literally. God, do not get emotional. Why did that just happen? Y'all, my other <laughs> root ball allergies okay. is trying to act up right now, but it's, it's, happy it's happy it is it is. It, it is. feels
1: different, like I you, it's. When you actually physically feel something lifted off of your physical body that's internal. Oh, God, internal, you
0: have no That's idea. a whole new
1: world.
0: You have no idea. That my God. is a
1: whole new world. Let me tell you, you wake up different, you walk different, you eat different, you look different, you like it's. Life is different. Oh, man, it
0: is. <laughs> that's...
1: And that's crazy. But that's just how it's described, you know, mm-hmm. as far as how it feels when you break through with something that it, you've it been does dealing with.
0: like, oh, mm-hmm. Jesus, why am I I'm just trying <laughs> to act up? oh my goodness that's a shame
1: I think a lot of people experience things like with having their biological father in their life Mm -hmm. you know I was one I grew up with my stepdad he was in my life since I was two months I believe up until this very day you know I have a lot of respect for stepfathers because of that very reason you know what I mean like
0: and I don't even call mine no step shit. That's my dad Right. Daddy.
1: Well, I was just saying the actual type. Yeah, yeah, I did, right. I don't call him that. That's to him, my daddy. No. I don't even
0: know. I ain't had no step daddy since, like, I was nine. Yeah, <laughs> he was all like, And that's how long what my daddy and my knew.
1: daddy been together yeah, since was I was
0: nine.
1: Yeah, that was my dad. That's still, still <coughs> he was what, all I knew. What I knew. Not all I knew. <laughs> you know, I didn't know my biological father, but he wasn't in the home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... I didn't grow up with him like too much, you know.
0: No. So well, you know, at the at the end of the day, you know, I, I would definitely encourage everybody to to a- acknowledge your generational trauma, you know, and then yes. take the necessary steps you need for yourself to break those generational traumas and and those generational curses, and just to get through them, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, it's gonna, it's 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 time. You took control of your life and you felt better, whether you know it or not, guys. um And so, with that being said, guys, that is all the time that uh, we have for y'all today. Um, as always, I think the lovely beauty... For coming by Rue Boys Lounge. No, you are the first you. guest in the new That's studio. That's I'm like. No, thank
1: you for having You're the me here. Yes, that is super exciting. That sounds appropriate. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I agree. I mean, you
1: know, I'm not trying to, you know.
0: I I am so dead. Well guys, um if you are not following me, make sure you follow me on Instagram and also YouTube. Um at some point my YouTube channel will be back up. But um you can also find uh, find me on Instagram and on YouTube at Rude Boy Lounge. You can also join the conversation on no place other than Facebook, just search in the little search bar uh, for Rude Boy Lounge Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share all of those social media platforms. As well as you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Ankle. Ankle. <laughs> what the hell? Sorry. Ankle, y'all, that's that rude Sorry. shit. I had to, get to I'd have drunk the whole glass. Wow. Anchor, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Guys, make sure y'all tune in next week because next week it's gonna get crazy. I'm talking about toxic relationships. Ooh, that's gonna be. Ooh, deep.
1: now that's a trigger. That's gonna be a trigger.
0: Oh, I can't wait. <sighs> well, guys, um, yeah, it, it's the one and only Boo Rude Boy and Beauty. And I say a Boo Rude Boy. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm signing out. I'll see y'all next week. Bye, Peace. Bye. Peace. Okay, guys, so this weekend I had a soft grand opening. I had a soft grand opening. It was like a color party. Y'all know the little trending in color parties that's been going on on, on on social media. It was a little soft, little grand opening. You know, I know it's going to be a lot of people but hurt when they hit this, but listen, it, it's very limited space. The studio is not a huge ass place. And so. It was just immediately family that attended, mm-hmm. and so y'all, <laughs> it was so up.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> I heart. don't even want to talk about it. I have not, I have not been this
0: um, oh,
1: man. intoxicated uh, for I don't know how long. I don't know when the last time. I felt it coming
0: too.
1: Mm. I should have stopped. I was way ahead of myself. I was just trying to have a good night.
0: We and we did. Yeah. We was lit. Like we, did. we was lit. Okay, so <laughs> we had a colour we had a colour party, y'all, and I got all kinds of amazing like welcome gifts. Like we got snacks in the studio, y'all. Like we actually got snacks in the studio. <laughs> we got snackables and munchables. And so, um, uh, there was beauty and your color was black. China was also present. Her color was brown. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend came in, in attendance and her color, her and her husband's color was mustard slash gold, which it was perfect. It was real nice. And I got the most mm-hmm. amazing gift ever from my best friend. Shout out to my mm-hmm. best friend, Janine. <laughs> I love you, best friend. Um And then who said, there was my cousin and her friend, and they did pink. And that yes. was pretty just about. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I say, it was a very soft. Oh, it was a
1: very intimate.
0: And y'all, it was a lit. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the night?
1: Um, honestly, probably first of all, when I first got there. Um, and I would say the food and I would say, um, the games.
0: Shout out to Mama Rue for the food. Yes. Mama Rue. I I broke my diet.
1: I had to, there was no way I was going to be here and not eat some of everything. It was so good. Yes, I tasted everything. The wings, the meatballs, the sliders, Mm -hmm. the nachos. Mm -hmm. What else was it? I feel like I'm missing something. Devil eggs. Don't let me get on the devil eggs.
0: We we fucked them devil eggs. Mm. I remember I first
1: tasted them because China gave me one. Mm
0: -hmm. I was like,
1: oh, I need some more. you <laughs>
0: had so much alcohol, y'all. It's still alcohol in the studio. That's the crazy part about it. It's still alcohol. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be sipping for weeks. Yes, you are. It's, it's gonna because if you not open
1: that bottle, I got you. No, right?
0: I have See? one, two, three, four, maybe five bottles that's not open.
1: Damn, that's
0: a good start. <laughs> I think it's like three or four that bottles. That is open. a good start. I think it's about a total of eight or nine bottles.
1: Oh. That is definitely like a good start.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to be sipping for a while. So a y'all variety. probably going to get like some drunk episodes. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. What, Then Listen, y'all calm down. I don't need to go to AA or nothing, okay? <laughs> y'all know. No, because y'all, you yes. know people be trying to play.
1: Stupid. I didn't know you were going to say
0: that. <laughs> but y'all, the party was like really dope. Like it was, the energy was high. It was positive energy. It was mad, crazy energy. Everybody was having a good time, drinking, snacking, playing games. I came up with a game called Rude Shit, and it is just rude. It's, it's straight rude boy, y'all. Like, straight rude boy. That
1: game is death.
0: Listen to me. It is. If especially you
1: ever come here do not agree to play that game do y'all hear me i had to get close to the mic i don't know if i sound louder
0: but i hope so
1: i hope your volume was loud
0: just gave me an idea
1: (laughs) wait you gonna name it death that's what you you gonna rename it death (laughs)
0: hey y'all gonna have to stay tuned. I got some covered up for y'all in the next oh, couple of months. God. Stay tuned. As a matter of fact, they oh, do. God,
1: it. think about that game. Make me want to throw up. No, that game is a throw up. <laughs> it should be called death throw up. Okay, that game is torture. That is not humanly possible. <laughs> It is not humanly possible to play this game. And y'all might think I'm kidding, but I am so dead serious. I'm going to steal it and take a picture of it. And I'm going to show y'all. This game is like Monopoly, but it's not no Monopoly. Okay, This is death, throw up. One
0: or the other. (laughs) One or the other. I don't think they've ever heard me laugh that hard, y'all. I'm very one or the other. In pain. The game is not that bad. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's it not, is. It's not that bad. I mean, it's just if you land on double shots and then shotguns, I mean, I ain't got nothing to do with it. And and on death row, death row is the worst. Death row
1: That whole game is the worst. <laughs> as soon as we started. I think I got lucky the first one. Was that pass or yeah. something? Thank God. Everything else seemed, I don't think there was no other pass. Was it? Maybe one more.
0: No, it's a couple other boys ah,
1: It got to just be one more. Everything. Shotgun. What was it called?
0: Double shot.
1: Double shot. Rude
0: shit.
1: Rude shit. Oh my god, I, I pulled that one. I said pulled that one. I
0: landed on rude rude shit. What else I
1: landed on? I gave uh, up. I told him I was
0: going to go home. Spin a shot. There's pick a oh player and take a shot, and it tells you whether it's single or double. Um, There's also mm-hmm. suicide. Suicide, is yeah, I'll tell yes. you what su- Okay, so OK, so what suicide <laughs> is, suicide is you combine a little of every drink. That's available when you're playing the game. Oh
1: my god! And take
0: a shot of it. Oh god! That's a suicide See, that's shot. That's what I'm saying. Because it could be clear, it could be brown, and you know you're not supposed to mix clear death and brown.
1: Throw up. <laughs> that's why the new name is death throw up. One or the other is going to happen to you. I was borderline both. Okay, I dealt with both. <laughs> Uh, Let me tell y'all, I experienced both that night, alright? I died and threw up.
0: (laughs) Y'all, I promise y'all it was not that bad. She is over (laughs) Oh, man. You know, after what we just talked about, they're gonna blow this at the end of the episode. Uh They're gonna love this. Uh Alright, guys. Roo Boy, signing out.